Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for April 14th, 2021. It's a Wednesday, and Wednesdays are good. I like Wednesdays. This Wednesday, I spent the bulk of my morning working on Terraform code, and it was it was really nice. It was really nice to do something that I just completely lost myself in for hours I think I was just working on it for a little over three hours straight and barely thought about doing anything else. Just, you know, in it, working on this this uh, demo that I'm trying to put together. And it was just, it was nice to be in that flow state. And like, I kind of knew I was in it. I wasn't even listening to music. I was just so concentrated on the task at hand. And it was nice. <laughs> so that was, that was my day. How are you doing? Let's check in. What's going on? How was your Wednesday? Have you... Enjoyed your week so far? Has it been going relatively smoothly? It's funny. Every conversation I have when I get on a call with a group of people seems to revolve around the various vaccine statuses of everyone on the call. And people are like, oh, I'm getting my first shot or I'm getting my second shot or I just got my second shot. Ooh, which one did you get? Did you get this one? Oh, yeah, I've heard that's got bad side effects. Well, my brother-in-law, he didn't have any side effects and neither did my father-in-law, but my sister, oh geez, she had this. And it's it's all about vaccines. That's what everybody's talking about on every call. And it's kind of nice because the vast majority of the calls that I've been on, everyone on the call is either in the process of being vaccinated, has been fully vaccinated, or has scheduled their appointment. And I know it's sometimes still hard to get an appointment, but if you're out there and you're trying to get the vaccine, Rest assured, it is going to get to you, and it's going to get to you sooner than you might have originally thought. I did not think I would get it until June, and my second shot is next Friday. So who's pumped about that? This guy. You know, in in terms of other things that I'm really looking forward to, and maybe maybe that's what this episode is going to be about. It's kind of like the things that I'm looking forward to the most as the vaccines start to roll out. Now, I'm going to say, in terms of big technical conferences, there's not going to be anything until next year. I think that that's pretty obvious at this point. We're not going to see any sort of mass gatherings like that until maybe mid-2022, because the vaccine not only has to roll out across the United States and Europe, it also has to make its way into other areas of the world because big tech conferences bring in people from all over the world. So the only way to safely do that is to get that vaccine rolled out to, you know, a majority of the globe. And I know there's a lot of efforts underway to do that. If you can donate to that cause, I know there's a number of different causes that are trying to get the vaccine out to underserved areas. If you can spare spare a dime to support that, I highly recommend it. I know I'm going to be making probably several donations over the course of the year to try to keep that effort going strong. But big technical conferences, they're not going to happen this year. But but smaller, localized, regional tech conferences seem like they are going to happen in the fall. I personally am going to probably submit a talk to TechBash. It's a conference that happens in the Poconos. It's only an hour and a half away from me, and it's not an especially big conference. I don't know exact numbers, but I think it's in the 1,000 to 2,000 person range, and it doesn't draw from a really wide area. People typically don't fly in for this. It's if you're within a few hours driving distance, it's that kind of conference, and they're planning to do it in October. Right now, it is planned to be in person, 
And I think that's probably the, about the right timeline for that size of conference. So I'm really looking forward to that, to getting up in front of people and just interacting with folks on a face-to-face -face basis and you know, walking the vendor hall and talking to new startups and really getting to know people. Now, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen to the virtual conference, because I think a lot of people are over the virtual conference at this point. Maybe you've decided that they're for you and you really enjoy them, but the majority of people that I talked to that attended a lot of tech conferences before have kind of acknowledged that they're already online and in Zoom calls all day, and the last thing they want is another conference webinar. That's just, that's not of interest to them. And so there's been a lot of conference fading. What's interesting is conference organizers see the sign-up numbers, but I'm going to guess the actual attendance numbers are a fraction of what you would get for an in-person event. Now, I think going forward that all major events should have a live stream component that doesn't require attendance, physical attendance to the conference, because that opens it up to a wider swath of people. And a lot of the conferences had started doing that anyway. Stuff like Microsoft Ignite had live started live streaming most of its sessions anyway, and made all of those sessions recorded and available, at least the, the, the sessions that were in any kind of hall. If it was on the floor of the expo area, those were not necessarily recorded and published. But anything that was in an actual uh, speaking hall that was recorded and republished. And I feel like a lot of other conferences are following suit. And now that we've been through the, this whole virtual thing and people have got their setups in place, now I think that's going to be the norm going forward for the vast majority of conferences is it's either going to be live streamed for the keynotes and the major, uh, major talks, and then you'll be able to get the recordings of the other talks later or something along those lines. And that will be free. There's not going to be any cost for that, at least for the big conferences, because really they're getting the money from the sponsors. They don't they don't need the attendance money if you're not actually physically attending the conference. But there's definitely going to be still a physical attendance thing because we are humans. We're social creatures. This is the thing we like to do. So one thing I'm really looking forward to in the fall as we reach enough of a percentage, I forget what it is, it's in the high 80s of vaccination, will hit that herd immunity and will be able to start having these events. So I'm really looking forward to that. And the other thing that I'm really, really looking forward to is going to live music events. And I think that in the short term, because the spring and summer is coming and we're going to be hitting some good, relatively good vaccination numbers, I'm going to be able to go to some musical things that are outdoors some outdoor concerts. I think that's going to be okay as long as they're relatively small. You can kind of keep your distance from others if you feel like you need to do that. And I don't know if they're going to be carding for vaccinations or whatever, but I think I'm actually going to get to go to musical events again. And that's something that was sorely missing in my life is I was probably going to one to two concerts a month before the pandemic hit. And now I'm going to be able to go back to <laughs> something like that. And then as the fall approaches and even the winter, it'll move back indoors and I'm going to be able to go to events hopefully at some of the places that I used to go to you know <laughs> I hope they still are in business basically so we'll see about that as well so that's two big things that I'm really looking forward to as the pandemic draws to a creeping close and it's I know it's still going to take a while but 
anything we can do to accelerate it, I think would be good for everyone. And lastly, <laughs> it sounds kind of selfish, but I'm really looking forward to the school day going back to a normal amount of time. I don't know if this happened for you and your kids, but they shrank the school day. Uh, they basically shaved like an hour off the front and back of the school day. So the kids leave later and they come home earlier. And that it it's just been messing with my flow of work. And of course, you know, I'm just glad they get to go to school because they're in elementary school and it's been less of an issue in terms of COVID in the elementary schools. I'm just glad they get to go and attend it in person. And yes, they have to wear masks all day and sit separate, but they still get that interaction with their teacher and with their fellow students. And I would I, I feel for anyone who hasn't been able to send their kids to live classes because it, it, it is something that at least I can tell from my kids that they really craved it after the end of last school year and the way that things shut down. So, I mean, that's that's my optimistic episode. I wanted to talk about some things that I'm just excited to do as we move into a vaccinated future. That's just it's really cool to me. And that's what I'm excited about. It's a it's a beacon of light off in the distance, but it, I can feel it getting closer and hopefully you can feel it too. We're going to, we're going to get there together, friends. So thank you so much for listening today. And, you know, thank you always for the support and the nice things I've been getting on Twitter and LinkedIn. It's very much appreciated. And, you know, if you want to share and subscribe and all that kind of good stuff, I really appreciate that too. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now.